0: got two girlfriends and I'm in a band this is best pictures the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive I'm Cody Lunsford and I'm joined as always by
1: I'm Chad
2: and do you actually have sex with these girls well we don't just play video games I'm Mark I'm sorry can I take that again computer Computer games games. computer (laughs) games. and
1: try try it with a little more Boston in there all right well
2: I I can't do no, accents. You, know you gotta those. try. Okay.
1: You should try though. No, you should not try. Half
2: the car and Harvard Yard. Well, we don't just play computer games.
1: That I was don't... more an old timey I... broadcast <laughs> newscaster. I think you. and then was the R guy. at the end of computer, and it should have been more like computer. 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 That's that's well, pretty. JFK. We don't just play
2: computer games.
1: <laughs> computer games. Ask not what computer games can. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So on anything. this show, <laughs> okay.
0: So on this show, as you simply must know by now, yeah. we each pick our favorite movie for every year we've been alive. We also talk about what the Oscars picked for the best movie of a particular mm-hmm. year,
1: I'm and then to you, wrap things up. I'm glad you do this every week because it, every episode is someone's first episode, and so it is important. This better, be. this better
0: not be. This better not be. And
2: with we're our show, about it's more like every episode is someone's last show.
1: Yeah, every no, episode it's of almost stars. Episode. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost ours. But yeah, almost while ours. Mark was talking over Cody, uh, Cody was saying that this is my pick, and it's Manchester by the Sea.
0: This is Chad's pick for 2016, mm-hmm. but I, I don't want to talk about that yet. So Chad, tell me what you saw at the Megaplex.
1: Um, Well... <laughs> Don't even worry about what I saw nah, at the Mega Box, darling. Yeah, this is does. why our show is that ending? the best. <laughs> Probably because you're fed up with me trying to have fun. With <laughs> yeah, my friends these, these, these puns and bad bits. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, darling. Yeah, don't worry, darling. I um, like it. And it was not very good. It's not nearly as bad as. as Absolutely think, not. yes correct uh ba- it does Based not warrant the reaction it is under a microscope because of all the tabloid stuff and yes the tabloid stuff was yes. fun um i kind of want to talk about this i'm not i'm not going to worry about spoilers i don't think because i'm not really going to recommend um, people no. watch it uh, it's also
0: been out for long enough that if you enough. wanted to see it you would have i say as the movie that mark's talking about has been out for almost no, te- a month and i'm not letting him say anything longer. about it because i haven't True.
2: gotten to it True. yet well that is yeah. a movie whose uh advertising campaign also did not show anything past mm-hmm. minute 20 so yeah
1: and like well I, that's I, part
2: of why
0: don't worry darling doesn't work is because it spends a well, fucking hour being like okay. hey things are pretty crazy right and it's like yeah that's everything you told me in the trailer hurry right.
1: up <laughs> yeah. Right. Hurry up! yeah yeah so the things i liked about don't worry darling the vibes throughout are fun. I like watching Florence Pugh get gaslit, and she has an awesome Interesting. performance. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was fun in Midsummer, and it's also fun here. Uh, it, and when I say fun, I mean you know in that thrilling horror movie, like oh no, I'm worried about this woman kind of a way. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey, watch it, buddy.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, d- hey, don't I should, worry. I know that li- literally told me not to, but I yeah. but I am. Um. Hey it's shot really well it's edited really well um there's just Mm. some very fun stuff going on with like the the flashes and it's it's a cool looking movie the vibes are great the plot doesn't make any sense the script has more holes than cheese at a mouse party yeah (laughs) I feel like you copied part of that from my letterbox review because I I, said I, don't, the, I have no idea what your letterbox. I said says. that the plot has holes like Swiss cheese, but and then I talked about um, what I liked about the movie. So okay,
0: you're the first one to ever think of Swiss cheese. Come on. No,
1: I mean I just in relation come on. to this movie when we're talking about cheese, I would think you eggs come to mind, empty eggs before cheese comes. to mind. Mm, the plot. Hey, is hey what's the point of the the eggs in the? movie. What's the point of the eggs, guys? Don't know what the point of the eggs are. Uh, what airplane, about the plane crash? I think I have, the, I think I have the plane crash, but I am being Please, so try, generous try. to the movie when I explain the, to you what the plane try, crash is. Try. So the little boy that the the first girl who ended up killing herself, yeah. she tried to bring her little boy, out. not actually to, kill herself, yeah. Uh, but but yes, I think she did kill herself. Uh, uh-uh. she comes back. You're, you're gas. Well,
2: when you when you die, you can be brought back. What? like when you kill yourself in the matrix you can no, be brought back by no they man.
1: well at the end they specifically say when the men die here they die in real life yeah. and i have no right. idea what no, the implications well, when are the, when
2: the women. the women die they can't that they just get reloaded in
1: what are you talking about i don't think that yeah, that's true yes. the, yeah. the
0: girl the girl who kills herself is or or who uh florence Butte thinks
1: kills herself comes back the, when what that. are you talking about she doesn't come back. It's been a while since I've that. She's crazy. gone. I don't, I, she does. I don't think she's. She did come, come back, back. But what are you talking about? Uh, she slit she... her throat and died, and then they gaslit her into think. I, I think they gaslit her, her so hard <laughs> that they convinced you that she didn't kill herself because she killed herself. Um, but she, I thought but... there was that.
0: But... Wait, is there one time where she like almost does and kind of they like? Yeah, that's but once what I'm thinking.
1: She, once she slits her throat and falls down, the the red suit I didn't guys came out. Scene. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I fell asleep during <laughs> cool. the movie because
2: it was very boring and bad. But Wait,
1: okay. you, you missed out- her kill herself. Yeah, Doc. Jesus. That's so early in the movie. That was like, a good part. Was it? Yeah, that was like
2: minute. 20 no. that was maybe halfway through the movie no
1: it was yeah, not yeah. no it was I not i think it
0: was no i think it was because i fell asleep Mm-mm. during that middle section before they revealed the twist like i kind of fell asleep during the i dinner. mean that's they the revealed first the twist, twist at the half. end
1: of the movie what are you talking about did we watch the same cut of the movie you fell asleep during the day no, because i fell asleep then you missed yeah, then
2: you just good. weren't paying attention because it happened she, before the she is scene.
1: standing yeah. on a rooftop she slits her throat and she falls down at like the, the beginning yeah, I think of the I'm movie, fall at the beginning yeah, I think of I'm the movie. Asleep. Damn. Okay, Damn. Cody can't talk about good. this movie. Cody didn't watch this movie. <laughs> no, but... I
0: can talk about the end. I I know the twist
2: and I understand the twist very well. Uh, my explanation for all of the eggs and all of the plot holes was a very generous. It was a glitch in the matrix because her brain was trying to escape.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. That yeah, that's fine like the eggs, i mean it's the, the eggs i guess you could say the eggs aren't real because they're part of the simulation so that was just her real brain realizing oh this is fake this isn't even real yeah why did the walls start closing in and press her against the Metaphor. glass i
0: saw that scene
1: why, uh, she... why did she cover her face in saran wrap <laughs> she was trying to kill herself was she yeah okay. i think so she had a weird look on her face for someone who was suicidal. Maybe she was poorly sense. directed. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so the plane crash. Mm-hmm. When, mm-hmm. The, when the woman who killed herself, and that's where you derailed me, when she was trying to escape with her child, who the child isn't real, the child is a part of the computer simulation, she was trying to take him to the place where you wake up. And he have- had. And he's not real. He had a toy plane. I think something happened just like a computer glitch or the plane crash. Did that happen after she killed herself or before? I think it happened. The plane crash was one of the first things. I remember that. Yeah. That was before she killed herself. So maybe the suicide happened at like minute 30, not minute 20. But I think that that had to do with the, I think the boy reached the building. And when he hit the building, yeah, that, that, makes just, sense. that just fucked up the like because he had the toy plane, and then the plane it just yeah. entered into the matrix. Whatever makes sense. I think that's what happened on a plot level. Why it was so important. It, it's. A little... I don't know it, what the earthquakes were. Um, the, the people... earthquakes were when he was jumping oh, on the bed. Were they? Were what? <laughs> I don't,
2: mm-hmm. When uh, it, it happened when were... Harry Styles jumped on the bed. Oh, haha! Cody. I thought they were. Uh, I was
1: kidding, Cody. What was the earthquake, Cody? Because it's not when the I men it... are leaving for work. Because That's at the very, the very first earthquake that happens is while Harry is in the house, and then they all leave for work at the same time immediately after. So it's not uh, that. the
2: earthquakes were Cody snoring. Problem? Yeah, it may have been.
0: The guys in the um, red suits
1: are they computer programs or are they real guys? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think computer programs. Computer programs. I think Why the were they programmed
1: programs... so poorly? If you have like, if they're fake, that you can make them faster, you can make them fly. Why are they limited to what Florence Pugh's character can do? You know what I mean? Bad, I mean, if they're design. if they
2: or have inhuman powers, then it breaks this. Like, scene I don't think
0: yeah, it was for, a great design because it was, was made by somebody who builds a podcast.
2: <laughs>
1: it's uh, by somebody who has a podcast. Well, they're I have a an an podcast, expert. and I'm thinking of better ways to imprison these women than yes. You but did. could you program it? No. I could hire an app developer. Uh, we could figure out something in the metaverse. why does Jimma
0: Chan kill
1: couldn't tell you.
0: That's Underdeveloped.
1: It was weird. Um, the doctor. And
0: is so, Jim Chan real?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The doctor who was gonna prescribe uh Florence Pugh pills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who is he? Timothy Simons. Yeah. Timothy Simons. He's TV. a he's a really he is. He's <laughs> like just like the 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 best friend of he, he, fucking Jordan Peterson. Yeah, he's the he's yeah. he's the
0: person who helped Chris Pine set this whole thing up.
1: Okay. The pills he was going to give her in the metaverse was that going to do anything cuz it's not real? I, I don't think so. I don't know. Also, don't so. the thing that blew my mind when I realized this. Uh Florence Pugh dies in this movie she escapes she wakes up she's bound to the fucking bed and p and olivia wilde specifically said hey they're coming to find you to kill you in the real world i think that she can unbind herself i don't think so <laughs> i don't I think, think that's how reason... they, i don't think that's how they design binds like that to be no i mean there are there
2: are binds that people who sleepwalk put on themselves when they go to sleep I don't think that that's can, the kind that they can that, take off when they're
1: conscious. I don't think that's the kind I'm that sure. Harry Styles imprisoned his uh, wife with. I don't I he, know. I mean, because I think he, he picked was not a planning kind on of her mind. waking
2: up, but who knows?
0: I think, I think that I think you're supposed to think she escapes at
2: the end. I don't think that. Yeah,
1: you're supposed to think that. that she... I think that they literally forgot that she was tied to the bed. Yeah, I think the movie probably. probably
2: should have ended with her like getting up and running into the sunlight. Like yes.
0: Sure. Instead of just the uh, fade to black or whatever.
2: Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it seemed like Olivia Wilde, someone explained what gaslighting was to her and she was like, cool, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a movie like that. And then yeah, like ma'am. did not have added any nuance to it or anything.
1: And then she made Jordan Peterson cry. So at the end of the day, it's a net positive movie, I think.
2: Just yeah. don't watch it. It did the, the good it's going to do fun. for the
1: world and you don't need to watch it. It's over. We don't have to think about it anymore did you see the clip of that. jordan peterson crying
0: no chad you find all that stuff on the internet we avoid it
1: it's fun um, watch that clip
2: no thanks yeah, um, i'm not gonna go out of my way to watch jordan peterson No, me either. but
1: it's him crying it's, i think the problem good. with
0: this movie is how it was marketed and how it was talked about mostly otherwise it would have just been like a huh that was kind of weird because i think all the talk too of like this movie, we're gonna focus on female pleasure, et cetera. Why? Insane. Yeah. This is
1: this is a male it pleasure. It world. doesn't
2: make sense for the context. <laughs> that that, right. that is true. Inter like there like this movie is not that the world is not built for female pleasure. There not should not have actually been no like eating out.
1: I understand you, from
2: yeah. a, a, a director's perspective it's yes. like I want my movies to include this but like thematically absolutely the yeah, it but thematically
0: the it makes movie. no yeah. sense no, 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 no. like it's a would... choice if anything I don't want to mansplain how to direct this movie but it's almost like in those cases you would want to like lean into male gay stuff yeah. to
1: the point where it's I so see... like
0: obviously uncomfortable where I you could like, see push the... it to its...
1: I could see the argument to be made, though, to defend Olivia Wilde's choice, I could see the argument to be made that, like, these men have deluded themselves into thinking they're doing these women a favor. And so they want mm, them to have like a good time know. too, but also their I version mean, of them having a good time, of you, is, is but I don't all, think it's yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's I it's think it's true it just well, a vibe.
2: I mean, but I Harry Styles does give the monologue of like, I built this for you, I did this for you, so you didn't have to yeah. work anymore. Like yeah. he does think that he is helping her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's misguided. Her
1: work was getting in the way of their sex life, and then like he was deluded into thinking like I'm gonna make your sex life good for you now. Now that you don't have to worry about your pesky job, so like I could should have just washed hair. his freaking hair. Am I right? <laughs> Shaved his freaking
2: face. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or just like um, waited till Flo isn't tired. Yeah. Mark, that's the what movie did you reason. see?
2: Um. Well, just like Harry Styles in this movie, the Barbarian. Huh. Right. Mm, interesting. I don't know. That yeah. doesn't really work. Nah, um really awesome. i don't i think this movie is hard to talk about without spoilers just Definitely. because uh it is like there i mean just in terms of like plot like the the trailer like does not show anything past like the first 30 minutes um and mm-hmm. it is pretty wild like there are there is like a well-known actor that is on the movie that is not in the trailer Yeah. Um, And when when
1: they show up, it is like, it's uh, the uh, most uh, surprise uh, I've been in the theaters in a long time, because I didn't watch a single trailer for this. And then like that character introduction was so jarring. And I mean, you just I mean, know it when you see it. It's like, so
0: I know about that. Ki- I kn- I know about that actor. Chad, I don't the... know.
1: Okay. You don't know what his character is. There, yeah. But
2: I, yeah. Chad, the, the trailer nope, I ends just know he's in it. with her seeing the open basement door and looking down the basement. Great. So the
1: trailer wants you to think that it's just what like a, like a strange trailer, Airbnb
2: movie. Yeah. And that's like,
0: all I know of it. And it takes that's you along that ride.
1: And it presents that movie really well. Really well. Yeah. First 30 minutes of the movie. And like just the dynamics of like, and the thematics are just introduced in that opening of like what we're going to be dealing with, like differences between men and women and what they have to worry Mm -hmm. about in the world and what they don't have to worry about in the world. Uh, And then we just take some fun, crazy turns along the way. And I don't want to say anything else, but it is really fun and good. (laughs) It's so surprising.
2: Uh, like i don't know i mean like probably like 45 minutes in i was like full-on like extremely scared and i was like oh shit this is the rest of the movie and then there's like a really nice break from like the straight up horror aspect which is like i always love a horror movie that's like not afraid to just like take its foot off the gas and be like all right anyway back to back to back to real life it's um, it's those moments so in, like, the paranormal activity case.
1: movies where, like, the daytime scenes in between the nights, yeah. you can finally breathe a little bit. There's a couple yes. of those sprinkled through it throughout, and those are appreciated by me because I was, like, also... edge of my seat so nervous. But
2: so... I also think that horror movies can do a thing where it's like, okay, when it's not scary, you're like, get to the fucking scares already. I'm here for the scares. And exactly. the the non-scary scenes are, are also extremely fun.
0: The... You you guys should look it up because you've seen the movie already. It keeps showing up in my YouTube recommended, but I don't click it because I Fair. knew that the you actor shouldn't. who was, was associated. But there is a video that 20th Century Studios has put out that says actor's name, new movie. And it looks oh, like it's cut to be a completely different movie than barbarian i mean so you could you
2: guys may have fun watching you that. could make a trailer like the trailer you saw with just his character that yeah. still doesn't really tell much about the movie um yeah because
1: uh, yeah you yeah, definitely could anything. you could cut that um tire,
0: so i'm excited to see it i am seeing it tomorrow finally I, I it's just very couldn't...
1: good yeah, yeah. i tried to I, see it in
0: la and we didn't
1: we saw other movies though
0: like conversation outside. we went to the freaking alamo
1: yeah. house baby it was a good time i know and i saw this movie like a full week and a half after it premiered it was a tuesday night and uh full, it didn't leave a box review full theater um big like engaged active audience like screaming at every yeah. thrill it was a lot of fun horror's back baby horror's back like man. a lot of people are going to see the horror movies i saw
0: Pro last night there was still mm. a decent crowd for that black phone uh, so did pretty well movie. when it came out right black phone did very well yeah yep. yep um and black phone was pretty good um and then the other movie i saw is more a traditional studio horror movie uh, than these others that we've been talking about. And that is Smile. Um, Smile is very reminiscent of like, it follows or uh, the ring or that sort of thing where it's kind of like a, you see something or somebody sees something spooky and it gets passed on to you. Um, that's sure. basically the central premise of it but it's it's got very good scares it's got very creepy moments and then like um, it, it, it doesn't have like huge twist or anything but the um, once you see what the thing is it's pretty good design and pretty fucking creepy
2: I, so, I'm mostly interested um, in it just to see like kind of the monster design um yeah. the the like i
1: don't know the advertising campaign did not sell me on it see the advertising kind of kind of did sell me on it not the trailers but the stuff that they did at like the sports games was yeah, 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 awesome yeah. and that made me go oh man. man they're like going they're doing creative stuff to advertise this movie and that makes me want to see it more um
0: it's it's a better movie than i thought it was it's pretty cool freaking gross and would um, you compare
1: it to recent or not so recent horror movies does it remind you of anything? i mean
0: it it just is it follows in the ring it, it just oh, okay. is those things but um you get to see a monster so great i yeah. didn't think there was like an actual monster monster in this thing i thought it was yeah, just yeah like... uh, that's a bit of a spoiler but that's fine I mean, I'm, tra- I'm trying to explain how it's different yeah um and then Halloween ends comes out in a couple weeks. Uh, there's Evil Speak Dies no Tonight evil on Shudder. Evil know, Dies evil Tonight will guys. finally die. Um, there's this movie called Speak No Evil on Shudder that a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. That's supposed to be incredible. I feel like there's um, already been a movie called
1: Speak No Evil. Uh, or was it Hear No Evil? There's a movie called Deliverance. Was it Was it evil. See No Evil? Maybe it was See No Evil.
0: Um. And then that fucking exorcism movie that has had trailers for six months. is finally That
1: one out. looks nuts. I saw a, I a oh, second. The nuts. first trailer looked like a lot of fun. And then the second trailer, yeah. it was like, it's like a feminist nun who's like, I'll be the first woman to exorcise a demon. And it's like a really weird I take I wasn't expecting. <laughs> but, I know. They're doing some weird yeah. things
0: with that, but. I, I think it's going to be like just an okay like
1: studio horror yeah. movie. But... It'll be probably on par with like The Nun uh, from The Conjuring. Right. Exactly.
0: Like but then we've so got Bones and All coming later, which is like a oh, yeah. Guadagnino well, horror who's movie. Who's in that one? Timmy. Timmy,
2: Timmy Chalamet. Timmy Chalamet. Uh, Jimmy Chevrolet. High, Army Hammer. Um, yeah. No Evil is a 2006 horror movie starring uh, former Knox County Mayor Kane. Oh okay. Yeah, cool. Um, is he still the mayor.
0: Huh? Yeah, still the mayor. Oh, the canonical son of the devil. Who's the yeah, mayor he's of the
2: mayor? Um, he is yeah. the literal, like, like not, not like wrestling mayor, like literal mayor of Yeah, Knox yeah, County. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. I know.
1: He's the mayor. Okay, and he used to, be to
0: and he is the son of the devil. Mm-hmm. Canonical son of the devil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Manchester by the sea.
1: Okay, yay. Talk about it. Sure. Sad Speak uh, uh, saw... uh,
2: speaking of smile, something I didn't do during this movie, huh? Right? Yeah, that's something. There, there, there uh, that transition was, some... was a bit late. There, there ah! some...
0: Shit. I shouldn't have checked Twitter, but I have to tell you guys this tweet that I, was, I saw. Uh, oh okay. all right,
2: this is our new segment. Cody saw a tweet. <laughs> our new segment in the uh penultimate episode. Uh
1: this is really bad okay, this said me. Wait, NFL who's the account con- who is the account uh
2: I,
0: I it's just it's truly a rando
1: you gotta give that person okay credit. karina
0: sophia 12 okay thank i you. saw this because our podcast producer jason liked it it's a sports tweet okay um nfl concussion protocol would have let jfk back in the parade <laughs> yeah it's
2: funny <laughs> it's pretty good it got me um was not expecting it i'd already seen it to (sighs) sorry Um, i'm I'm on nfl twitter
1: so yeah it took a while to get to me to to start off i think i'll disagree with mark a little bit there were parts of this movie that made me smile a lot of it sure didn't but there are parts of it that made me smile
2: i was exaggerating there were some some funny things with that one more time you were what exaggerating
0: you said it Exaggerating the first time. I was. I, heard.
2: I was Mick, Mick Jaggerating. <laughs> you were Mick Jaggerating. Just like Adam Levine. I was Mick Jaggerating. Hey. That was a move like that. Let Jagger me see the joke.
0: booty. That was another SNL ske- Oh, that was before the podcast where we were talking about SNL. But they, that was another sketch they did this week where they just literally said his tweets and it was, or his DMs and it was not very funny. Oh, anyway. Right. Yeah, let me see the booty, which I get it. Like, uh, if, if there's body a body of to yours, be seen, is, it's is insane. insane.
1: It's insane. <laughs> the body of
0: yours is insane.
1: I'm going to need to see the booty. I will need to
2: see the booty. I'm, think-
1: I'm thinking
2: I'm going to need to see the booty. Uh, uh, speaking of booties, there were none in Manchester by the sea. I know. What a bummer. I mean, Lucas Hedges hooks up with a couple of girls. You don't see their booties. You don't see booties. You don't
0: see his booties. There is a total lack of booties in this movie. Zero stars. I think if you really look for the booties, you'll see a couple. What if we re- rebranded into like a, a for the final two episodes to like a <laughs> Howard Stern-esque review show,
2: but of Oscar nominated movies. So for like, Manchester by the Sea and for Moonlight, trying to yeah. find <laughs> the sexiness in it. I mean, I think... Um... Lucas Hedges sticks his hands down that woman's pants.
1: Yeah. They take off their pants together. A
2: bunch of kids show each other their dick in Moonlight. Yeah. There's that too.
0: So this is what I was looking for when I opened Twitter. Because Chad said the nun. He's like, it's like the nun. They just announced the nun too today. (laughs) I didn't know that.
1: Why was the nun on my mind? Because I definitely didn't see that. I don't know. None none my business. None none of my business. Wow. So (laughs) I saw this movie... In 2016 in the theaters uh did this yeah. did you guys see it in theaters did it get a theatrical yeah, a wide release yeah okay i did I, not hey you were in no you weren't no Go i ahead. was in Continue. i was in los angeles but yeah, i um, saw it
0: i think mark and i saw it in nope well i saw it uh in auburn okay. i saw it last night
1: i wasn't sure i remember being surprised to see the amazon studios logo at the top of the movie uh when i saw it in theaters this was the first made for streaming movie to be nominated for best picture that's interesting
0: yeah amazon would release movies in theaters and they still Mm -hmm. do sometimes but yeah Mm -hmm.
1: i i definitely saw this in theaters gotcha um and yeah i i was pretty blown away with it pretty immediately um i think like i remember i saw it and then i showed it to my mom shortly after we we went and saw it in theaters when i went home for that like christmas i think it was like a a christmas it wasn't Mm. christmas day but it was like around christmas that we went and saw this movie and uh we had both like um experienced some loss recently at that time and my mom literally when we walked out of the movie i think i was just like so what'd you think and she was like I can't talk about this movie because I think I'm gonna like wreck the car uh, from breaking down and crying so much. Like, let me get home and then we can talk about the movie. My God, <laughs> like it was like literally for both of us, this movie just really affected
2: us. Um, this is the first uh, streaming movie to, or the first Amazon movie to be nominated or win Oscars.
1: Yeah, because and we'll get to that later. But it, it won a couple. Uh, one of but it, them kind of infamously won. Um, it, it was within a year of their first
2: movie. Their first movie was rack and yep. what came out in December before the November of this came out.
0: I'm trying to see
2: if there's like, have they had okay
0: Cold War? I guess, but I'm trying Cold to Cold
1: War. What What are you talking about?
0: That got nominated for best foreign language. Film. Uh, The oh, Salesman
2: okay. also won best foreign language film. Uh, I am not your Negro. Yeah. For best dog. documentary, big sick best original screenplay. Mm, that's yeah. right. That when one ended up at, winning as well, right? Year. Didn't that win best
1: screenplay? No, it oh, it didn't. I think it won a picky. Uh Lamez <laughs> Rob was best international no, feature. That's
2: something else.
0: Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. That lame as you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Hook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm one literally night looking at a list of things. One night in Miami. Yeah. That uh, one was so good. I forgot
1: about One Night in Miami
0: good movie burning i didn't realize burning was a re- oh, different burning um that's not the I mean the, the
1: fucking no
0: uh the the lucy movie i just i think what i'm thinking of is there's not really anything this year that's gonna gonna pop off from them so off here um anyway Maybe Samaritan, that movie where uh, Stallone is, like, an old superhero. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that.
2: Um, I heard Catherine called Birdie is good. Me, too. But
1: But anyway, I think that this movie, one of the reasons why it's so effective for me, is, like, the most realistic look into, like, grief and what it's like when someone has, like, just died that I've ever seen. Um there's so much emphasis on like just the procedure and the logistics of like someone dying. That's just like Mm. what's happening when you're like planning a funeral. But there's also just like almost at every turn, um, the types of moments that should feel that in a typical movie would feel like so epic and cinematic. They just feel like, like something clumsy happens or something like awkward uh, happens mm-hmm. because like life doesn't st- start being suddenly cinematic whenever tragedy happens even though it still feels like it's the biggest worst most important thing ever but like I mean when uh, Michelle Williams character is being like loaded up onto the ambulance and they can't get the like stretcher to like close yeah. right it's just mm-hmm. awkward and it's uncomfortable and there's moments like that throughout even when um Joe had died and his friend George He was like recounting how he found the body he was like i thought he was kidding me at first is what he says to casey affleck yeah like you can imagine the scene is just like him saying hey what are you what are you doing you fucking with me and then all of a sudden having to like shift gears and get into like Mm -hmm. yeah there's just all these like little details uh even casey affleck uh lee chandler tries to kill himself like you know the safety's on and he can't even like do it right you know it's like uh all all these things it just i think it really helps sell the realism in this movie in a way that just makes it land way more for me Mm. these people also just feel so lived in and like like Kyle Chandler's barely on the screen in this movie but like I feel like I know him just from the little glimpses we get of his character yeah we know just like what he was dealing with with his ex-wife and like basically raising this kid on his own and yeah everyone like has like a full like life Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very well written. Kenneth Lonergan uh, the Lonergan Lonergan. again. Thank you. Uh, he won the Oscar for uh, Best Original Screenplay, and it was deserved. He was it was a really good screenplay. Not
2: his first Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. What was nope. his first? Uh his first was Gangs of New York. Yep. Gotcha.
1: Um, um and his second also...
0: was Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> a movie he did right, came not before things of new york every uh, great wow.
1: screenwriter has that one movie like for yeah. uh noah bomb oh uh, well madagascar three
2: yeah uh he was nominated for things of new york he was also nominated for catch me if you can mm.
1: Nice.
2: go Mouse. um yeah yeah what you said <laughs> i think that you talking about the the realism in the writing i think that the way it's shot also helps with that. And I, I was mm. just looking at who was the cinematographer and it's the cinematographer for like Lena Dunham stuff. So she did lots mm. of girls yeah. uh, or she directed girls. She shot tiny furniture. She also did train wreck um, gotcha. and a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's a good movie. Recently. Yeah. Um, I mean, this
1: movie looks beautiful. Um, Part of it's just like the snow in this part of the country is just like going to translate.
2: Great. but also the way that they can the way that the season changes or reflected mm-hmm. like in the like in the flashbacks it's easy like you could yeah. tell that it was a flashback because it went from snow to like they're on a boat in the middle of yeah. the, the sea and like yeah um just the all of the sky is so like blue and uh it's it's a very pretty movie but it, I, it never I... is framed like super cinematically like steven mm-hmm. like every shot in a Steven work movie you're like this is a
1: movie yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and this does not does not feel like that. Uh, it's almost like you're just peeking into like someone else's tragedy for yeah. a couple of hours. I I love when he's walking
2: back from like getting beer and realizes his house is on fire. Like, yeah. you it's foggy and you hear the sirens before mm. you like recognize the mm. orange glow in the background and realize that his house yeah. is on fire.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, that whole sequence is so well-crafted because you almost know the inevitable like something bad clearly happened because Mm -hmm. like he's no longer with Randy and like he doesn't feel like he can raise um and you don't know where the three kids are yeah his
2: his kids are nowhere to be seen you I think I was just assuming that they were with his mom and that Mm -hmm. something happened and they got divorced and he doesn't see his kids anymore right
0: I had misremembered that I thought you found out the kids died Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, you found out that it is arguably because of something he did. I yeah. didn't, but then watching it, it's like, nope, all that information is presented at
1: once. Yes. And it's like devastating as it's happening. It's done mm-hmm. through that flashback memory. The way they deal with like memory and flashbacks throughout this is, is really, really mm-hmm. great. I yeah. think the the way that like unfolds at the right time. Cause that's like the middle of the movie that you get that reveal. I think yeah, it's like it's almost exactly meta. in the middle. I think that a
2: lot of lesser movies would save that to the end and kind of like have it be a gut mm. punch at the end, yeah. But and and also they could have just stopped the flashbacks at that point. But I like that they continued the flashbacks to show his brother helping him like get on his feet again after mm-hmm. that. that, like yeah. moving him into his the buying life.
0: the furniture scene is a mm-hmm. scene I really like. It's yeah. it's
1: really nice. Yeah. And and I and love the the, to... the, the, the kid oh, okay. being around
2: for that as well, like little baby yeah. Lucas Hedges mm-hmm. um, was not Lucas Hedges' baby yet in most of this movie because he's younger than we're used to seeing him, yeah. but like different child actor playing baby Lucas Hedges.
1: I think I like um Joe buying uh, Lee the furniture is the last time that Lee lets anybody help him with anything. Mm -hmm. he after the accident where he lost his kids he doesn't allow himself any happiness he just wants to isolate into solitude and servitude like he serves other people for his life and he doesn't want anything in return because he doesn't think he deserves anything good anymore should we say Um, the plot of this
2: movie do we do that on this podcast do we go for the plot we haven't
1: in a long time okay but um is there something you wanted to like no no i I was like we should
2: do we want to do that because i was i mean i was going to go to the very end and be like do you think that him accepting the offer for the kid to move in with someone else is like him accepting help again or do you think that that is him giving up yes because i think it's It's, i think it's it's a little bit of both of him like mm -hmm. maybe making a wrong decision of like kind of saying i'm not good enough i can't do this but Mm. also him accepting help
1: It's him accepting help, and I think it is him genuinely trying to find what's best for Patrick. I think it's still, like, an act of service to Patrick, which is, like, his main concern in the movie. And, like, seeing him in those situations where, like, he wants to, like, do something good for Patrick, but he doesn't know what it is. Like, do you want to see your dad, or do you want to just go home? Uh, Like, just let me help you do do you just need me to pick up the 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 chicken off the floor like what 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 is it it's it's so Mm -hmm. it's like so desperate it's like he he's experienced such grief in his past and he like sees it in this nephew who he loves and he's just trying to like be there for him it's all his focus is on Patrick it's just really it's just really nice and Mm -hmm. I also love we're saying all these nice things about these characters but I love how like he's just like pieces of shit like, yeah i mean I his only like way of expressing
2: guys. his emotions is getting drunk at a bar and punching and, the first person he yeah sees.
1: and then like you know patrick is like this shitty teen kid who's cheating on his girlfriends and he's like you know he's i wouldn't like him but like everybody is like deserving of like that kind of um compassion especially like in these like times of yeah and grief.
2: they've all been through a lot of trauma i mean like even yeah. before his dad died his mom he he had been through yeah. a, like a rough divorce mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. um and i love like the way that like every character in this movie has their own trauma even like when he's doing like that plumbing job and that one random guy is like tells the story of like how his dad died young or no no his dad just like went on a boat and disappeared one day mm-hmm. and it's it's just like oh yeah like all of like there are just people who have like deep trauma Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and just like live with that and either deal with it or they don't deal with it um and uh it's i i feel like the movie is a lot about like kind of just passing that trauma down um
1: yeah but also like uh... i think part of what the movie's doing is like making an argument to like be more gracious to yourself maybe like i mean i think it, it wants you to like look at lee and feel like i just want him to like love life again uh, mm. michelle williams and their scene together that like uh, was playing at the oscars which uh i don't cody in the past has said that that's overacting and he doesn't like it but i like that scene i, I stand by that yeah i mean
2: i think that that is people whose only way of pro like they're talking to people that they love mm-hmm. and that either have hurt them undescribably or they have hurt undescribably.
1: yeah
2: and their only way of communication or only way of like they they can't cry they can only shout
1: um yeah well I mean she can't get anything out in that scene and I think that's why it works for me is like yeah it kind of goes back to the whole like grief is messy like she wants to be saying all the right things but she can't like say anything she has so many things that she wants to say that she's wanted to say for years but it's just all coming out almost randomly like she tells well, him she loves him at one point. Like it's just it's
2: And she's trying to say it and he's trying mm-hmm. to stop her from saying it. Yeah. Because um, he
1: can't accept any kindness from her, any forgiveness. He doesn't think he deserves the forgiveness or like he definitely doesn't think he deserves an apology for anything that she said to him in the past. Yeah. Um, he thinks that what she said to him he he deserves and
2: he yeah. he still blames himself, and she is trying to forgive him. Yeah, and he can't he can't take her forgiveness because he hasn't he doesn't feel like he's earned it or mm-hmm. he hasn't forgiven himself.
1: And you want so badly for him to forgive himself so that he can enjoy life again. The one thing she says to him in that scene is like, "You can't just go like die like because that's not basically what he's doing. He's just existing until the day he dies. Yeah. Like he's not like enjoying anything anymore.
2: He's not. He's just like." i'm not going to kill myself but i'm not going to enjoy it
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: um,
0: um i i i think this movie's pretty good i don't know it doesn't really like doesn't fully have a hold on me for whatever reason it's it's one of those things i mean it's the slight disadvantage right like of of this podcast and us doing it for as long as we have too yeah we're like movies kind of feel like chores to me right now (laughs) like especially like movies we have to watch for the podcast yeah like especially one like this that's like depressing and Mm -hmm. like just heavy it just it felt it feels like homework and like i i try to come in clean on them but i mean there just is always just a little bit of that i want to be
1: doing something else had you seen this one before mark or was this no it's my first time wow and i also like
2: kind of had a tough position of, like, I literally got home from, like, a weekend yeah. celebrating a friend's birthday, and mm-hmm. it was, like, all right, I gotta get home in a reasonable time so I can watch this movie. Yeah, um, And, yep. like, which is, like, it'd be different if it was, like, a fun movie to watch. Yeah. But so, um, so
0: that definitely plays on it, but even at the time, I kind of just felt okay about this movie. Like, yeah. I think it's good. It just doesn't fully... I think it's, like, so dour and grief filled that it's hard for mm-hmm. me to connect in and like the moments of levity just aren't something that connect to me really at all mm. like i don't know um so yeah i i admire it i guess more than i like it if sure. that makes sense yeah that makes um sense. i probably never would have watched it again if it wasn't yeah. for this podcast
1: see i was like planning on watching this again at some point i ended up watching it yesterday in the afternoon because uh, it was like the only time I could watch it. And then we yep. went to a, a concert afterwards. And like arriving at the concert, I was just still in this like funk of like, <laughs> I'm like really bummed out right now. Like yeah, I, I, exactly. I have been crying for two hours straight. Like I like legitimately for every 10 minutes of screen time, I probably was crying like five of those minutes. I, like, do you think that I do went you think through that's... so many tissues? Like it was insane. <laughs> Not
2: to like delegitimize your feelings about this yeah. movie, but do you think some of that is connecting it
1: to the emotions you were in when you've watched it the first time? Maybe. Um, but also, I think there's just always going to be something you connect this movie to. Like, I uh, mean, pe- people keep, no. I don't want to, I mean, I don't have like divorce
2: or major death grief gotcha. in my life. I've yeah, lost I mean, three grandparents, and I say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, people just. I'm keep... broken. people keep dying and like and it just also gets me thinking about like you know what if when my dad dies or when my brother dies or whatever like it just has me thinking about things that haven't even happened yet and it just gets me sad and like a kind of like i need to anticipate Mm. or i don't need to anticipate but i just start to anticipate like those feelings and that that just becomes a lot um I think, like, for for me personally, like, as as someone who, like, moved away from home and doesn't see his family as much as, like, a lot of other people get to see their family, um, I just start to think about the limited time with them in, like, a different way, and it starts to bum me out and get me sad. Um, And this movie just gets me thinking about all kinds of stuff um, like that. So I think that, I think that, I don't know. I wasn't like actively thinking about the, the loss we'd experienced as a family back in 2016 when I watched it this time, but it just gets me thinking about loss and grief as like, just in general. Mm -hmm. And also I do think I cried more this time because just seeing the bigger picture of like the movie in its entirety, it would be scenes like the woman coming out to invite uh, Casey Affleck in for, for dinner and he's just like, oh, um, I'm good, no thanks. Just yeah. like he doesn't even want to accept like a mm-hmm. free meal of spaghetti from somebody that well, had I me think... like, I was like, oh, holy shit, dude! Just like enjoy something, like go. I'm I wa- sure part of that is also
2: that like, I I think that everyone in that town knows who he is and what he
1: did. Yeah, yeah, totally. um... yeah. Because everyone's like, that's the Lee Chandler, you know, like throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, that's him. Whoa, yeah. If they don't know him personally, they know his story, and, and
2: like, well, I I love using that reaction as kind of foreshadowing because like mm-hmm. even before you've seen what happened, like yeah, you see him show up and someone's like, "Oh, that's Lee Chandler," and you're like, "Oh, something clearly happened here exactly. that got him kind yeah. of infamous," and then he left town
1: as a result of whatever happened. Like yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, this hey,
1: movie check.
0: made seventy nine million dollars on a nine million dollar budget. That's, that's a hit when are we getting the freaking hit. sequel <laughs> i know manchester by the ocean hey a, um then it has a 4.0 on letterboxd it
1: that's was no- exactly what you two rated it
0: yep uh, i was nominated for best picture lost the moonlight was nominated for best director lost to damien chazelle not moonlight not moonlight Uh um, la la land it was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Who won this year? Mahershala. Um, and then was nominated. Who
1: who, who was nominated? Was it Lucas Hedges? That had to be Lucas Hedges. Was yeah, Wouldn't um
0: Chandler. No. And then Best Supporting Actress, which
1: went to
0: who did Emma that go to? Emma Stone. Jordan? Was it Viola Davis? I think it was Viola Davis for Fences.
1: Yeah, maybe because Emma Stone was lead actress, right? Yeah, lead actress. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, let me check my work. I was doing that all from memory, um, just to be cool.
2: Viola makes sense. Well, because that was the category
0: from the here.
2: supporting actress in Moonlight that got nominated, uh,
0: the mom, Naomi
2: Harris let me see I don't she, think she Ooh, won.
0: i won i was correct <laughs> right. it was viola davis because that was the category fraud is what i remember a lot of that because they were like gotcha. mm, she's a lead yeah. um other things nominated in best supporting actor jeff bridges *Hell for, or high water dev patel and mm-hmm. lion michael shannon and nocturnal animals i guess i need to see that movie uh, but Mahershala one, and then in Supporting Actress, it was Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures, and then Michelle. Casey Affleck won for Manchester by the Sea, and he beat out Andrew Garfield in Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling in La La Land, Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington in Fences. I've seen now,
1: two of those reviews. I remember it was either this year or the following year was the year Me Too went viral.
2: It was the following year. Well, the year of the ceremony, the but later year. the year.
1: Gotcha. So Casey Affleck won in the wake of Me Too was the thing that happened. And like, yeah, he has that sketchy history. Sort of.
2: No, yes. I think that he won kind of right, right now. Over or
0: no, no 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 because brie larson was like pissed when she handed it to him right kind of okay a famous moment. and then
1: yeah. he did not end up presenting for best supporting actress the following year breaking tradition Correct. kind of out of like yeah let's just stay out of it like yeah
0: yeah so maybe i mean i guess i'll look when did
2: i mean this I was guess? after like yes all women but before me too is kind of in my memory uh, October yes,
0: 2017 it. is when the Harvey stuff broke. That but was that when that stuff. Uh, October, 2017. October 2017. So that was later. Um, that that which was like really the Me Too really movement
1: brought him down. So I think the Me Too movement began before that.
0: No, right. Me too. Me too. And Weinstein were pretty like at the same. Those
1: time. were gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I think it was just the story of Casey Affleck. Like he was almost before. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. I remember so there being it,
1: something there, and it was like around the time we because there was decided a to reckon with things. It was a lawsuit against him specifically. That but that had been settled out. years before, right? Like, they, like he basically bought him out years oh, before. It's... No? Because it was when they were making well, I'm I think Still it Here. It was something
0: where it was like, it, it was kind of hushed, hushed. Yeah. But then it, when he was running, like, when he was doing the campaign um the stuff kind of came
2: to for i f- I, fore I do think that that is part of like what got people talking about not w- what started it but i think that like this era of like post yes all women which in my mind like happened in 2014 where like i think that's when a lot of like people we knew started being like yeah sexual assault happens to everyone including like people you know
0: mm-hmm, and then i yeah. think
2: around this time it started being discussed more and then, yeah, like kind of boiled over, and then like people started being like brought down. I'm like, canceled. I mean, Harvey Weinstein has been successfully canceled in jail. Um, but like, so like <laughs> right. pre cancel culture, but like this is when rape culture was like being discussed more. I feel really like. discussed,
0: yeah. But yeah, it was 2017 when like the the big movement happened. Obviously, like it had been talked about. Yeah.
2: Apparently, me too. The hashtag started in like 2006. Yeah. Oh wow.
0: Mm -hmm. But the the big moment on Twitter was uh, 2017, October. Yeah. And it was basically, come directly linked to the Weinstein stuff. Um, But let me look at Casey Affleck. Is
1: this supposed to be Matt Damon at first?
0: It was, yeah, it was like it was no, it was supposed to be Krasinski first, which is what's wild.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: That uh, was... So, it was supposed well, to be Matt, Matt Krasinski Damon could have been and great. Damon as Kyle Chandler. Well, like no. that—that's what it was
2: originally. No,
0: it was supposed to be good. Krasinski
2: and Damon
0: directing originally. Oh, yes, okay. but Damon was also going to be in it, and then they brought on Alonergan and then Damon wanted to do it, um, and then. Yeah, they switched to Casey Affleck. Um, Kind of wild that Affleck has this Affleck has an Oscar, but Ben
1: doesn't. Oh, Ben doesn't have one. No. Well, he has one for best for Argo. He didn't get an Oscar. for yeah. that, I Oh, think. I guess that was for
0: the, the he producers. Didn't, he didn't yeah. produce it. Yeah, no, but I think he produced it. So I think he does have an
2: Oscar. OK, let me see.
0: Does Ben Affleck have an Oscar?
2: I don't I mean, I don't think he was a high enough producer to get the Oscar there. I don't know
1: oh casey affleck is in oppenheimer i didn't realize that oh (laughs) we're
0: idiots ben affleck has an oscar for goodwill hunting oh duh! right yeah he started off his career (laughs) on writing. i kind of forgot (laughs) um but he he did he did get one for argo as well he was a producer high enough to get that um god we're stupid we're just really
1: stupid people. We've been doing a podcast about the Oscars for five years now, and we we forgot about that one.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, right, what do
1: we think, guys? Or we got the game. No, it's, we got it's game time. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cape check
1: first. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think Casey Affleck is a superhero. Michelle Williams is in Venom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got Kyle uh, Chandler
0: is in godzilla the, king of monsters and we godzilla don't count godzilla kong.
1: do we count the king kong because he's also no. in that one stage. No, we don't <laughs> count the monster verse isn't it weird literally he's in king kong and then he's in a separate king kong movie he's <laughs> in two different king kong universes. it's kind of fun
0: kyle chandler hasn't been
1: in a superhero movie. like surely he has That's up. he was in super eight has superhero super in the title. It does say super in the title. Lucas All Hedges
0: right. hasn't done a superhero nope. movie cuz he in interviews will talk about how he's refusing to.
1: One of uh, his girlfriends maybe? Nope. Hmm. Um, Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick. is Spectre Gadget.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that counts. That counts. That counts. I don't think that counts. I think it does he's count. He's a superhero. He's, he's like a cyborg. Bionic man. He's cyborg. He's a detective. He's a detective who has a lot of gadgets. Oh, that's not a superhero. Tell
2: that to Batman. Fine. He does have a very superhero uh, origin story where, like, he had an injury and they did surgery and then he got superpowers. They built him again. He's He's got a helicopter
1: on his head.
2: Yep, he's got a sidekick. I have, I have a question for you guys. Have you guys, Uh, real quick, real
1: quick, real quick, quick. Mm -hmm. have you guys seen? the thing where like the mcdonald's happy meal had like you could collect all the different parts of inspector gadget when that movie came out and have you seen the final product put all together no i'm sure it looks insane google it right now it's very funny looking inspector gadget mcdonald's McDonald's
2: toy yeah i've seen this it's not that goofy it's It's pretty
1: goofy goofy. it looks insane inspector i mean have you seen inspector gadget Ooh. Surely that's happening. All right, hey Chad, who who plays the hockey coach in this? Oh gosh, he he's got to be some military guy in some superhero movie. I don't remember who is he. Cody, do you know who plays hockey? Wait, coach? Hit me
0: again. I'm reading. A... Wait, well oh yeah, it's Hercules, and Hercules is a superhero. Hercules is a superhero. Wait, what? Yeah. That's the voice of Hercules, Tate Donovan. In Hercules. Oh, okay, sure, yeah um it seems like they are doing an inspector gadget remake but it's been quiet for a while okay. but it's being developed for disney plus
1: uh is that all the superheroes mark no hey who plays the the lawyer joe's lawyer
2: oh joe's gosh
1: lawyer. Who he looked that? so familiar but i don't know who he is yeah yeah he did look familiar didn't he? what superhero thing is he in? hold on hold on
0: well i want to look up who he is it's like josh not... hamilton josh hamilton Oh, he in uh, he's in Hamilton. No,
2: he's the dad in eighth grade. If that helps. Okay. Not really. No, it did, that didn't help. When uh, I search
1: Josh Hamilton, the baseball player
2: shows up. That's him. Oh, okay. He's uh, in a movie about an MCU character that is not an MCU movie. Josh Hamilton. Gosh. Okay,
0: I'm i I mean, it's, we we're not gonna wait. Know. No, sh- he's in Ghostwriter.
2: Is that right? No, hold on. Do I have this right?
0: Ghostwriter.
1: Well, it seems like you don't because I've got his filmography pulled up and I don't see any Marvel movies. He's in the Meyerwitz stories. Yeah.
2: Did you get? How confused? did I
1: get here? He's in somehow... Dark Skies. Was that the? Oh, I'm thinking of Brightburn. That's that's a different movie. Never mind.
2: Okay, I somehow got to Josh Lucas because I think in my brain oh, I combined idiot. Josh Hamilton yeah, 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 and yeah, Lucas Hedges. Okay. Fair gotcha. enough.
0: Yeah, this guy's not and a, he's, he's in, in the walking dead, but mm-hmm. um, is he in anything
2: else that we should comment on? No. No. Oscar Wahlberg. Who is it? I mean, I mean uh Josh Hamilton. Is he anything else that's worth noting? No. I
1: don't think so. Uh, sure? Is that all the superheroes? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, is he an alumni?
0: He is an alumni. Okay. He's in Ray Donovan the
1: movie. What's, it, I what's he in? That. I don't even know He's, this guy. What's hold on. He in? He's in... Oh, I see it. I have his filmography pulled up. He's in Francis Francis Ha. ha. He's in Francis Ha. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. All right, we got there. Okay, and then anyway, other, there's one more. other other uh, alumni... No, oh, another superhero a, or another, another superhero? God, I don't know, man. Okay, there's...
0: hold on. The guy from Ladybird. I, uh-huh. I bet he's in something. Oh, he's in Dune. He's in Dune. He's in Dune. They wear capes yeah, in Dune. They wear capes Yeah, no, Dune counts. Okay. All right, that's it. That's it.
1: So now alumni. We got right. Josh Hamilton.
0: We got Josh we Hamilton. We got Josh Hamilton.
1: Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Simba. Simba. And... Oh, oh! Uh, election. He was the teacher. And election. Election. And election.
0: Yeah. Right. Good movies.
1: Good ah, movies. This is a good podcast. Movies. We've been doing, doing a good job picking good. What movies. What else we got? Watch. What else we got? Anybody? Uh, got I mean, Casey Lady Apple. Bird was our
0: winner for 2017.
1: We we did do Ocean's Eleven, right? <laughs> we yeah, we did. have. Yeah, so Casey, uh, fucking uh, yeah. that.
2: What else have we done with Casey? I'm uh, pick? Uh, my pick. Playing some, oh. uh, a, a son with a, a fraught relationship with their sibling. Uh,
1: uh,
2: He's not the main character. Casey Affleck. What Casey year? Casey Affleck. Uh, he, there's there's another famous actor playing his younger self.
1: What year?
2: Oh, oh Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, I knew, I knew get. <laughs> yeah, that was it.
1: Yeah, I forgot Casey Affleck was in that.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. He plays Timmy. Older Timmy. Have we talked
1: about Kyle Chandler? I don't think so. That's kind of a crime. No, we have.
0: Surely we have. He is in... Spotlight? Fuck yourself. Argo. Argo. That's what I was going to say. I was like, (laughs) I know he's a military guy in something. I wanted to say Zero Dark Thirty, but we didn't talk about that movie.
2: Um, Uh,
1: Michelle uh, Williams has shown uh up, surely. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Probably oh, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Broke back mountain. Sad yeah. wife. Okay. Yeah,
1: sad wife. That's what she does. And uh, Stephen
0: McKinley Henderson was in Lady Bird, even though we didn't have an official episode on that.
1: But I'm not including that was as winner. was Lucas. That's Hedges. Fine. We have we have not been doing that. Uh, oh, um, Lucas Hedges is barely in Budapest Hotel, right? And he like is. Uh, didn't they do like oh, yeah. some gardening or something yeah. outside the hotel? Yeah. Um. I, I don't
2: earlier, you were talking about someone who was like surely a military person in a superhero movie oh the uh hockey coach uh-huh
0: tate donovan
2: yeah what else is he in <laughs> Oh, like... is he in
0: dark knight or something no Batman
2: begins no
0: he's oh, not no, a, we he, we're already past superheroes tate donovan tate donovan tate donovan i know we brought it's, him up it's on funny because
2: cody literally just said oh i knew about another actor who was in a movie you guys just mentioned oh i knew he was a military person in <laughs> something Oh, he's an Argo. He's an Argo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. We got two SNL hosts. Casey. Casey yes.
1: Lucas Hedges. No. no. Kyle Chandler. No. Um, Williams. <laughs> no. Um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Matthew
2: Broderick. Uh, Before any of us were watching SNL, I'm sure.
1: Probably. Yeah.
2: Well, that's the games. Always cool. good times.
1: So the last game is do we like this movie more than we like um previous movies? And this movie is not a game, it's
2: kind of just the point of the movie.
1: Right. The point of the episode. Yeah.
2: Uh no. You uh, so it's everybody wants some. Cody, you you say that you prefer everybody wants some, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I vote for everybody wants some.
1: Yeah. Chad. I mean I vote for this one and I love both of these movies, but everybody wants some. It captures certain things about like, you know, being a boy. Uh, and friendships and and changes in life. Um, this one feels more universal in a way. Definitely more emotional. I like this movie better.
2: I feel like both of these movies are about being a boy, and one of them is about yeah, growing up, and one of them is about the way boys Grieving. have grief. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I have I have not processed enough grief to connect with the processing grief part of this movie, so I'm gonna uh, gonna go with everybody wants some. Um, hey
1: well one day you're gonna lose somebody and you're gonna change your mind (laughs) no i'm gonna die before everyone i love
2: okay Uh, wow
1: um (laughs) calling it
2: (laughs) oh like natural causes uh, or an accident or like don't worry about like me and doing anything to
0: myself he's fine um the movie i picked was about a woman wow um and dealing with grief wow and having a fun time wow but you know i got outvoted last week but you know, some may call me a hero. You don't have to. Uh, do you guys remember that movie Everybody Everybody's Hero? That's about like the fucking baseball bat and the the ball from no, Babe's Ruth. I don't, I don't it's Babe's. It it's an animated. It's an anime. Um, yeah, I've got I got nothing here. Everybody's hero. It's like a base.
2: Directed by Christopher Reeve. Yeah a different one of I, I think no the same one no wow. that is crazy uh it's it's directed by three people and he's and one it of came them came out two years after he died
0: um it's his final directed film and that's why so many other people came um yeah um hold on i'm trying to figure it out the people still the bat um yeah darlin the name of the bat and her counter part screwy a baseball gain the ability to speak and they help a kid play baseball <laughs> i don't know man um do you know who plays the talking baseball bat owned by babe ruth no idea no whoopi goldberg um rob reiner plays screwy oh. the talking baseball um also starring robin Sounds. williams william h macy Sounds. raven simone mandy patinkin why, why are Kittaker. we spending I, time i, on I, this I, right I lost now. track yeah richard
1: kind I'm, I'm and literally, house. I'm answering emails right now. I, I started reading the part
2: on this. on Wikipedia about where it's streaming and when it moved and how it was still in a Max. Can we, can we wrap, up the, Fox can
1: wrap up the show? Whoa, yeah. that is
2: crazy. It's not on Disney Plus anymore either now.
0: Whoa.
1: Hey, can we wrap up the show, please?
2: I wonder why. Yeah, let's go. Because it's Cody. too
1: fucked up. Hey, Cody. Um, w- uh, why don't you tell people what movie you're looking forward to watching uh, in the coming weeks? And Christopher also where Reeve can find only you, directed and also where people films. can find you online. So he directed so two films plug, plug and yourself. this was one of them. Like that's crazy. Yeah, okay. Uh let's just wrap up the podcast, please. I don't want I don't want this.
0: Um Yeah, I don't know. Oh uh, uh, Yeah, what do we do? Don't doing?
2: make me pull up the document and read the fucking ending thing. I will. Yeah, Mark, co- where can co- people co- find you? I literally you I, I
1: kicked it to you first. <laughs> but okay
2: at wallington mark i don't do it first i do it last letterbox twitter instagram all of the important places um you can also find me in my apartment on netflix watching (laughs) window and wild jesus okay cool sorry i had to find something and i didn't (laughs) talk until i found it
1: um, you can find me at Chad A. Oliver on social media platforms and I guess I'll watch Black Adam, but I'm not going to like it. Cody, same question to you.
0: Um, I have to find the list. Um, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxed and Serialized. Uh, movie I'm looking forward to um well okay so I'm excited about Armageddon Time which is James Gray next movie because I loved um fucking Ad Astra so much um but also the Banshees of Inner it looks really good it looks like Colin Farrell may win an Oscar this year for that so um excited to see those films and yes I got two because Chad picked
2: Black Adam
0: um, did
1: you say My Policeman? No, I'd also, I'd
2: also no. like to say that I will probably end up watching Mac Leesman.
1: I, I will not end up watching that movie. No. Um, you guys
2: are not dating a directioner.
0: Yeah, no, that. I'm not. That's true. Well, um, she is horny for Harry, but I don't think she cares about that movie
1: that much. So I think, so the best uh, best movies, everybody wants some. Uh, Cody, what or Mark, what's the best movie of 2016?
2: Everybody wants some. Uh, everybody wants to hear Cody's opinion on the best movie of 2016.
0: The best movie of 2016 is Everybody Wants Some. Thanks, everybody, for listening as we whimper towards the end. Remember to ask yourself, are you fundamentally unsound? On the next episode, the final main episode of Best Pictures before we do our big finale, we will be talking about Moonlight, which is kind of fitting because the show is sort of about um, the Oscars, and this is one of the most famous Oscar moments of all time. Uh, We're talking about Moonlight. You can find it on Hoopla, Canopy, and Showtime, as well as wherever you can rent movies.